Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Yay! Hello, darlings. Yay. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. always trying to switch it up a little bit. All right. Yay. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> I came in hard and you came in soft. Ooh. I don't know if I like that. Ooh. Uh, what's happening, y'all? Uh, Spears and Steinberg in the building. Jew and the Jerk. Um, here from Virginia Beach, Virginia, which this is a makeup date for me. Uh, cause I had, I had to cancel the last time we were, we were supposed to come here. Uh, I just needed to, I just needed to debrief nigga. I needed to just <sighs> take a break every now and then. I'm, you know, I got to cancel a show just to take a fucking break, but we're back. I like it out here though. I do too. I really do too. Uh, it ain't high up on my list, but it's on my, it's on my list. Yeah. It's not on, it, it's, it's on the, uh. It's a place that I, I, I don't, I'm not disappointed when I'm going. Right. There's some, um, there are some places you get on the plane and go. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Pussy ass nickel. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's like the crowds here are good. The hotel is the Westin. It's in a perfect spot. For you, I got the... Uh, I got the comedy condo. Got the condo. Back good. to coming in, come in the ice. Hold on. I got my, my uh, Frank Sinatra coming. Uh, Aries is getting a special delivery here at the room service. Oh, look at this! A little drinky drink. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have nothing. I'm gonna have some water. And he's having. Uh, how you doing, man? So, if you guys want to know if you see Aries out, uh, a Tito's with a splash of sugar-free Red Bull. So Tito's vodka. And a splash of sugar-free Red Bull. That's what gets uh, Aries through the day right there. Yeah, a little <laughs> afternoon drink before work. Then go back to work. More drinks. Sammy Davis. Frank Sinatra. Who's the good-looking one? Uh, Dean. Martin. Martin. Motherfucker, this is the life. The Rat Pack. I don't fucking work no regular job. I drink in the afternoon. I get up in the afternoon. I work at night. And I fuck at night. Yeah. Eat your heart out, kids. This is fucking life. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm at the comedy condo. That's what we're talking about. Yes, come in your ice. You know what it doesn't have at the comedy condo? What? Room service. Well, motherfucker. Yeah. Start spreading the news. Um, 
This but, one's not a bad comedy condo. No, no, but overall, uh, Virginia's not bad. Um, but we're going to have a, a break. Uh, we're off next week. Yeah. It's and my then, son's birthday. Oh, shit. Happy birthday. That's uh, true. Autism it's kid. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then where are we? Last week, we're, we're in uh, Connecticut. We're no, in, no, that's, no, that's next no. month. Yeah, no, that's at the very end of the month, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, Red. we're going to be at uh, Albany and then in uh, Albany Syracuse. and Syracuse and eventually Connecticut. And uh, so here's the breakdown. Um, I'm going to be going to the week, the, the weekend before or the week we're supposed to land in Connecticut. I'm going to New York early to do this spot in uh, Brooklyn. And uh, it's, 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 I think I'm two nights there, Tuesday, Wednesday. But the thing is, this is one of those gigs where it's extra money for me to pick up along the way to the main event. And this is some nigga shit. And sometimes with nigga shit, they don't provide the normal accommodation. So long story short, I didn't want to pay for a hotel room in the city for four, five days prior to Connecticut. Because it just it, it cost a, a fucking penny. And I'm sometimes I, you know, I get my schnitzel. And my yarmulke and my kvilte fish and kvets. I was, I was fixing. Sometimes I get that, you know, and I don't want to spend that money. So I was going to stay at your crib until you told me, because you opened it for Adam, comedian Adam Ferreira, right? Yeah, but we're going to be in, uh, in Atlantic City. Yeah. And um, so I thought I was going to stay at your place, which you said would have been fine, Mikasa Sukasa. But I didn't know you weren't going to be there. and I, I didn't realize that was the dates, too, when we right, talked about it. Right. Okay. So I was like, boom. And we had already discussed it. And I said, Andy, can I shack up at your spot? He was like, of course, brother. And I was like, word. But then you told me you were doing the dates. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. So where are you going to be? And you're going to be in Atlantic City, which means I would be staying at your place. And your girl would be there. And yeah. it would just be me and her. Yeah. And... um can't do that, brother. I, know, I can't do that. I know you said you couldn't do it. I was completely okay with you doing that. Now, this is where it gets racial. Um, that's that weird white shit to me, man. And to, and to prove I wasn't bugging, I said, let me ask my, my, my lady if I'm bugging. And she, I didn't even say weird white shit. She even said, that's white people weird. That's, that's white people shit. And I'm just like, yo, listen, man. Um, and if there are any black people dudes that disagree with me or think I'm wrong, please let a nigga know. But I feel like, yo, I just think it's inappropriate for me to be at your crib when the man in the house is not there. And and not like, and I told you, I said, not like you would have anything to worry about because I'm so not that nigga. I, 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 matter of fact, I, I take that shit stupendously serious. Uh, I, I would never try to make a move on your girl because that's just the, the, the most low-levelest, scummiest shit as a human being, you could do. I would never do no shit like that. As a matter of fact, my man Nas, I forget the song, but he has a lyric where he goes, me mess with my girls, me mess with my man's girl, that's a no-no. Me and him, we like Luke and Han solo. So it's like, you know, you know, like my brother Ish and my best friend Ivan, my two, I've mentioned them on the podcast, had Ivan on the podcast. Them is my knuckles, man. I mean, from fourth and fifth grade till today, we have history. And them is the only two cats who I would let 
may stay at my crib if I wasn't there, even though my girl is there, because that's just another level of family. That's past friendship and vice versa. Um, and I'm not trying to say you're not that, but I, what's the, I know you don't know this. Maybe I have to look it up. What's the level of karate belt before black? Is it brown? It, I know. I think brown's low level, isn't it? White's know. the start. Well, whatever the belt white, is before ye- black. White, yellow. Then it's a, is a green in there? Green and black belt. I don't know, but whatever the level is before black belt, nigga, you're that. Um, <laughs> so, and, and, and you know, if you ask to stay in my crib <clears throat> with my girl there, see, and this is the thing, though. I don't know. This is where it gets funky. I wouldn't mind because, nigga, you a white Jewish dude with a ZZ top beard. You do nothing for her. There's no threat. You might as well be a humo, nigga. It's weird me thinking like this, and maybe I'm showing some insecurity. But And you said said to me, well, your girl, I'm not worried because my girl ain't your type. Even if your girl was my type, I swear to Christ, Andy, I put it on my children. I would never do that. Because okay. I would, I'm not that dude. I get that. I get that. And that, that's where uh, knowing each other and our friendship all comes in. But let's break it down a little bit further. Let's take the friendship out of it. Not saying that just some random dude that I didn't know, I would say, yeah, go stay at my house. I'm saying, let's say we're not on that step below black belt. Let's right. say we're, we're in blue belt. I don't know. Right. that. Say that's in the middle. First of all, and I think if Shalane listens to this, I think she'll Which agree. she doesn't, trust me. But I think she would agree with what I'm about to say. Right. The idea of you two even really having a conversation together is the funniest thing in my mind. Me and your girl. Uh-huh. And, that, and, and just to give you some backstory, he says that because I've even said to him when I met his girl, she's very, uh, what's the right adjectives? Um, quiet, stoic. Stoic. Uh, docile. Just she is. She doesn't make conversation if she doesn't know you. She's and she's got a fuck off face, like fuck off the resting bitch face. Yes, twenty four seven. Yeah, and and the and the two of us communicating or having a moment would be as odd as uh, <laughs> what's the motherfuckers? The, who are the two countries always beefing? Israel and Palestine. Like whoever the the, the leader of Israel is and the leader of Palestine, nigga, it'd be like both of them motherfuckers. You, you could know. put it, you could put them in the same bed. You know they sleep back to back and wouldn't say anything to each other. Right, Israel and Palestine. Yeah. So okay. That being said, and it's like, not like I don't like her. No, I know, I know, and she likes you. But right. she said the same thing. She goes, "He's really going to stay here if you're not here, and it's going to be so awkward." She didn't say no. She didn't say it. She just goes, "It's going to be awkward." Right. Because all that was going to happen is you were going to get in the living room. It's a one bedroom, so you were going to get the living room. I had a. I ordered a. Um, Air mattress. A queen size air mattress. Which I'm so, I'll stab an air mattress if I see one of them after I was locked out of my house and sleep at my brother's house for damn near four months on that bitch. But go ahead. So you were, I ordered that and you were going to get the, uh, it's a brand, the living room's brand new, just set up and has a nice big screen in it. That was going to be you. And she works until like nine o'clock at night when I'm not around. So she wouldn't have even been there most. So she would have got there at nine. She would have gone to bed. She would have got up at seven and she would have been out the door by like 830. So Two, more than one bathroom? There's only one bathroom, though. No. See, you that's know, where it gets weird. Yeah, nigga, because you know, it, it is weird. Like if she was in the bathroom and you had a, you woke up and had to pee, you would have to be like, "Hey, uh, 
hey, I got to take a quick piss right now. Yeah, you know. I know. If I was there, that's different because you could go, hey, man, I have to take a quick piss. Right, can you, right. Can you tell? And we, we could have worked that out. But I, and, if I, and if I have to boo-boo, I can't really do damage. Like oh, but I, I was going to tell you, there's, you go downstairs. Uh-huh. And then because what I do, if, if since we, I mean, we're together, but right. you don't always want to. You know, you might have some plans for the evening. You don't want to fuck it up by, right. you know, just destroying the house. Right. There's, there's the gyms downstairs, and there's separate men's and women's bathrooms. So you go down there. I go down there. Right. You do that in your house with your girl? If I want to have a nice night and I want to keep it sexy. How long have you been together? 11 years. Oh, brother, you should be able to shit in the bed. You, you can do that, but if you want to keep it sexy, you want the house to smell. You want it to go well. I mean, I put in a lot of effort Seven sometimes. Years, nigga. You pass and Dude, shit going well. Uh, you know what? It's I, the mistakes that make a bitch, you let you know if a bitch is with you for real. Yeah, you know. You haven't lived till you shit in the bed on purpose and you see if she cleans it up and stays. Dude, uh, we've taken each other, care of each other in some of the most horrid situations before. That's the king, nigga. But if you want to have just a sexy night, you want things to be nice, you make a nice little dinner, you have some drinks, some wine. I got you. You, you, know, don't, you don't want the Afghan bombs going off. Right. And got so I've, 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 since I've been there one time after I made dinner, I was, right. was, I was keeping it nice. I said, I'm going to go throw the garbage. I went downstairs. I went and dropped one. And I came back upstairs. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think the first time I ever take you up on that offer, you got to be there. I, I just think I'm it's not inappropriate. Disa- I'm not disagreeing with you. It would have been it would have been odd, but you got to understand from a comedic's point of view, just as a comedian, the idea of you two having to hang oh, out. Oh, it's together, hilarious! It is so funny. Like I would love, I would love to have been able to record that shit because yeah. it is so like the two of you don't, the, you know, Aries. Uh, like, like I know, like Aries fans listen to this, and Aries is a funny, funny comic on stage. One of the best to ever done it. Off stage, you're great. You're in grac- you're, you're very uh, gracious to your fans right. to take pictures, whatever. Right. But if someone wants to have a conversation with you outside of when like normal conversation time for you, I got Tara face. <laughs> Fuck off. And Tara does too. Right. And the two of you together. It would have just been to me the idea of it was so right. funny. So that's why that's why it didn't bother me. Uh, you could make it a white dude thing, but to me it was just pure, I, you know, I, listen. Was pure I, comedy. I, I just think that, and again, I could be wrong. And, and I remember I kind of hinted on this on Twitter at one point about uh, like I think I thought like you know white guys don't mind their girlfriends having male friends. And I had a I had a good number of black dudes that and black women. They were like, dude, if you're secure in your relationship, why are you bugging? Like, no. A lot of black people, black dudes, let their girls have male friends. But I know a lot of black dudes don't. Now, I'm not, obviously, I think it happens on both sides. It does. But I think if the poll numbers were to reflect, more black dudes would be against it than with it. Uh, than, with it than white guys. Right. I understand what you're saying. Here's, here's, my, here's my thing on it, though, truly. It isn't so much necessarily even uh, about the friends. Friendship is one thing. Like if you have a, a buddy, listen, listen, you're gonna have to hear the whole thing out for me. If you have a buddy that you work with, my she, she's an attorney, so she goes to work and she has a friend. And after work, they grab a drink and she comes right home. I I would prefer it to be more than just that dude and like the office. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Okay. You said several people. Yeah, around. Yeah, not just them and them. Yeah, and, and and if it does turn out to be them and them one time occasionally, I'm I'm not. And she's coming right home afterwards. 
that's that's one thing. See, that's, whoa, 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 wait, okay. just wait, wait. I don't think that you should ever have a man and a woman together all the time. I mean, a, a lot of the time, spending a lot of time together, and in times it's not appropriate. Like, give me an example. What's a time not appropriate? At night. At night when people are supposed to be sleeping. Because nothing ever good right happens at night. And nothing ever good happens with alcohol. So eliminate that, too. Two. They don't need to be having a drink. Well, I, I'm using a drink because after work a lot of times, you know, Mm-mm. people grab. Mm-mm. No, I, I, and I get what grab you're saying. Grab some ice cream. Grab some ice and cream. And even that's too sexy. I, yeah, too, I don't like ice cream either. Maybe, like, shit melts and you got to lick shit off your wrist. Like Mm-mm. like uh, maybe a Korean barbecue. We went and got a Korean barbecue bowl. I'll go with that. Nah, that's sexy. <laughs> Food Mm-mm. Food is, is aphrodisiac. Uh, okay. No, cemetery. A cemetery. cemetery. We're gonna go hang out at the cemetery okay. together. Okay. But death and eroticism doesn't mix. I'm going to throw this out there, and, and it's, uh, man, I'm sharing a lot right now. Uh, and this one's going to, but I wanted to work on this anyway. Uh, my mom uh, had an affair with my dad's brother, my stepfather's Fucking brother. He was. Now, I'm listen. Not your mother. <laughs> dude. I mean, at that moment, you she could call whore. my, she was. She was a whore. There was All nothing right. I can say about it. Who right. So, uh, if you can't trust your own brother, your own brother, blood brother, the blood, right. fucking, that dude was at your wedding. Yeah. He saw you fuck up your life. Right. <laughs> and he was with you. Right. And she's the one who decided was going to fuck up your life together for the rest of, you know, ride or die, that's it, right there. And they have an affair. Man, I don't trust anybody, to be honest. I really right. don't trust anybody. Right. I don't. I would like to say I trust my girl one hundred percent, and I do, as long as it's in the parameters of what relationships are supposed to be. I if she started bringing, if, if guys started coming over the house, like you said, or this drink thing, if, if an after work drink turned into a daily thing or a once a week thing or once a month thing, I wouldn't be cool with that. Again, I I always say anything your girl or your your opposite can do. With someone else, they can do with you. If you want, if you can sit down and have a meal with another motherfucker, go to a movie with another motherfucker, have a drink with another motherfucker, whatever it is you're doing with him, you can do that with me. Exactly. There ain't no reason to do that with him. I, I, I just, I think that's the beginning to uh oh. Yeah. I, 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 having having friends of the opposite sex, I just uh, unless the motherfuckers, they have to be hideous. Unfuckable. Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. Even. It does. No, it does. But it, it does because in a relationship, and this one was. If I had listen, if 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 my if, if my girl was friends with a dude that looked like a cross between Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Shaba Ranks, Trinidad James in the face, but with the body weight of Butterbean, have at it. Okay, but here's the thing, and this is what I was going to say. This is what happened with my uncle and my mom. My dad, my stepfather, but raised me, my dad, he, uh, he would go to bed. And they would be, everybody was out drinking. They would, they would have some drinks. They were out drinking, and then it got to like that seven. It got to about like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Right. And they had a few drinks. My dad had to go to work in the morning. He was like, okay. And he goes, man, you guys are still talking. I'm going to bed. And that, that wasn't a big deal one night. A few months of that, maybe a year of that, you're still having conversations. That other person's in bed. They're not paying attention to you. Some things start being said, and before you know it, they're fucking each other. Shit. So uh, what I was saying about an ugly dude, 
if if your man or vice versa, the woman isn't giving you the attention that you want, and you got someone there, it doesn't make a difference if they're good looking. Or well, right. then let me let me they, they will, <clears throat> you because you'll get your dick sucked. Well, then let me let up the level of hideousness, <laughs> and they're missing their all their limbs. <laughs> you have to pick them up. You got to pick them up. <laughs> then you can fuck with them. that's your friend. Other than that, bitch, stay your ass with me. But um, that, that's what ha- that seriously is what happened. And you, so after that, no, can't have that. I got you. Um, I was watching this show. I happened to be um, channel surfing, and I never really checked it out. I, I, not that I'm even looking to check it out, but I just happened to check out the show. You ever see the show on NBC? Bring the funny. Uh, I've seen it with once. Keenan Thompson. I've seen it once. Okay, so they have comedians and sketch groups and shit compete against each other. And I almost broke my fucking phone, man. Like, and this is the kind of shit. And I'm gonna be honest. I, I sent out the Instagram post, and the next day I deleted it because this is the kind of shit that I do that can haunt me, and that comes back to haunt me and bites me in the ass. And my my conscious, like, if I if it's the old devil on one shoulder, angel on the other, the devil is going, and the devil ain't wrong. The devil is right. He's going, man, that's bullshit. Do it. Say it. Post it. It's horse shit. But the angel is going, you know, you already got an image that's perceived a certain way. Do you have to do that? Don't do that. But it pissed me off. Fucking pissed me off. Um, so the judges on this show, Jeff Foxworthy, yep. Keenan Thompson, yep. and John Legend's wife. Why the fuck is John Legend's wife a goddamn judge on a comedy show judging co- comedians and sketch? She's Foxworthy, legitimate comedian. Get it. Whether you think he's funny, super funny or not, he's a comic. He knows stand-up. Keenan Thompson. Now, he's not a stand-up, but fucking Good Burger, which was kind of a sketch slash whatever kind of show. He's been in the game since damn the teenageism. Fucking Saturday Night Live. Do I think he's the strongest Saturday Night Live cast member? No, I don't. But my point is, he has a background in funny. Why the fuck is John Legend's wife judging comics? She's judging it on talent. Kiss my dick. I know, I'm, I, and I, I'm, I'm only saying, uh, saying it is because. She's on the show. People like her. I saw some of the people that posted on your post when you when you put it out. But she's judging. And some of them said, oh, it's the beauty factor. It's it's she's hot to look at, which, again, in TV world, that brings viewers because, you know, you get to stare at a nice piece of ass like that to me is what pisses me off because now it ain't about the integrity of the work. It's not about what it should be about. That's some superficial horseshit. But isn't it the same as as someone who can sell Sell seats at a comedy show? And what? Because you think... Well, no, in terms of what? Be specific, because if you're talking about their looks... No, but I mean, she, she, if she can bring viewers in, isn't that the same as putting a comedian up who's not as funny as maybe somebody no, else, because, but they can sell tickets? No, because you're not selling advertisements at a comedy show. You sell advertisements on television. So the more viewers and the more eyes, that means more people see products that, that the advertisers want to sell. Stand up, motherfuckers is coming to laugh. Nobody is coming to see you because you're gorgeous. Well, and and I don't like listening to her. So that's- I, 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 she like, dude. I I just and again, I, a day later, I deleted it because the angel finally won. 
but the devil was like, this is horse shit. Well, but she's an added person in the judges. Everybody's giving their response. And like you said, Foxworthy is a comic, but, and you said something about Keenan uh, Thompson. Yeah, Keenan, but he's, uh, I've watched the show twice now, I think. Mm-hmm. Several times I've, when they're giving out the, you know, their advice or, you know, talking to him. Keenan's advice has been the best out of all of them. But again, he 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 has he has funny in his in his background, right? So I'll I'll let that go. Even for comedians, though, he's given suggestions. And to this one time, Foxworthy, I I don't remember the exact setup, but Foxworthy said something. It was uh, it wasn't positive, but it wasn't overly negative, right? And Keenan was way more honest, and said it the the way that it needed to be said to the comedian. Right. And I and I, res- I and I gained a lot more respect for him as that uh that dude. Listen, I, he, I'm I'm a seasoned comic obviously. But what what also kills me? Like I would hate. I'm so glad I came up when I did because it was before all the uh excuse me. It was before all it almost feels like again we live in such a uh uh what you call it? Um, You're not trying for political correct word. No, oh. no, no. We live in that. I am, but I'm trying to. We live in such a wet nap in the ass crack, oh. moist time where again, hey, we got trophies for 18th place. Where it's like I feel like stand up comedy needs to be brutally honest in terms of how you tell a comedian, hey, man. Your shit stinks. Or, hey, man, you need to work on this. Or you just simply don't have it. Because what I notice with these shows is they want to give you honest feedback, but they pamper you at the same time. I looked at some of these comics, and I went, garbage. These niggas is soft, wet garbage. But they can only do so much on TV, too. And well, here's, my, here's what I'm getting at. I'm like, I would rather not do that kind of show. Because if you're preparing me to go into war, but you're giving me a spork instead of the proper gun and ammunition, right. then this is a death I'm about to face. And in the real world of comedy that ain't pampered television, dude, these audiences, especially niggas, will chew your ass up for breakfast. And some of the advice, and I, I'm, I'm looking at some of these motherfuckers' material, and I go, even though I'm a seasoned vet and I would never do a show like this, I almost wish I could do a show like this. Not to try to win it, but to be who I am as a comic and that honesty and just see the faces of the judges, the crowd, because even the crowd knows it's for TV. So they behave a certain way. They're not honest. But just to see, y'all know this shit is funny. It's edgy. It's in your face. It's raw. It's real. Are y'all going to sit there and act like it ain't? Are y'all not going to give me what you know this deserves? Because if you are, and I know you're being phony, and you know you're being phony, just to have that awkwardness. Like, my, I was going, as I'm watching the comics, I'm going over my shit, and I'm going, nigga, the Martin Luther King joke, the fucking, which I, I, sometimes makes white people uncomfortable when I talk about black people stressing cops, and I go, uh, cops out here killing niggas like we deers. I'm surprised, they ain't, I'm surprised they ain't holding us up by our ears and shit. Some places, you could feel white folks squirm. Even black people go, ooh. But then by the time I do the actual joke, it's hilarious. I would love to do that there just so when I know, oh, they ain't laughing at this or they fighting this, knowing it's great, knowing it's better than this bullshit these motherfuckers is coming on stage with. Yeah, give me the advice. But to be fair to the performers, 
and from what I understand about this, is that you submit like your jokes that you want to do, and then they go over them with you and pick the ones that they want you to do, and then change wording so that it is offensive for TV. So you're saying that to say that they're taking the sting out of some of these jokes? Yeah. I don't know that the sting was ever there to begin with. I'm just but I've seen good comics on some of these shows, really good comics, comics that I respect that have been doing comedy a long time, not do well on these shows because it's not set up for them. Then I wouldn't do it. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's the reason why I, you know, as, as much as they would go, and I mean, you know, the Tonight Show a la Johnny Carson was a make or break your career back then. And as time went on, the Tonight Show with Leno still was a, a, a good thing to do. But now it's almost like, and you, I think you even said that to me. It makes no difference. So maybe if I came up in the Johnny Carson years where it was like, holy shit, dude, this could make or break your whole career. Yes, I would want that. I would want that on the resume. I even thought I wanted it when Leno was on. But I just went, yeah, you're right. They take your material. They take all the main ingredients out. By the time you do what they want you to do, it's, it's, it's watered down water. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to do that. I just don't know that I'd want to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't see. I, I, I know a lot of people have turned it down. But, I mean, like if, they, if someone came to me and said, hey, we want to put you on the show, which I don't think they would ever want to put me on a show like that. But if they did... I mean, I need a, I need credits, man. I can't sell a ticket. I mean, it's, it's funny, and you hear me say it to the to the um, sound guy. But, but knowing what you know now about the show not being as potent for your career, you'd still do that just to get the credit. What, what do you mean the the Tonight Show or a show oh, like that? Those Brings shows are funny. No, those shows, the Tonight Show, any of those shows, I would do. The thing with the Tonight Show that we're talking about is. Um, not as many people watch the Tonight Show like they used to watch it, so it doesn't break a comedian the way a viral video has more views than the, right. the Tonight Show. So, you know, you know, if I could get a if I if I got a Conan, even Conan's new format, which I never get, because now think about it, Conan is going to be even harder to get on because he only has thirty minutes. Right. So you have to really be someone to get right. on that on that show now. Right. Uh, but to get on any any of those shows. No, I would do those in a second. Now, would I? Do I feel like I would trans my my comedy would tra- translate translate on a bring the funny? I don't think so. I don't think I would do that. No, I think you got a couple of jokes that would. If and they and they could leave it alone, and I think it would do a, a strong stronger than what I seen. I, I would worry about what they would take out uh, or changing wording. Because as you, we've talked about this before, you're right? I'm, the I'm, wording yeah. is so important to be right, able to do the words. Right. Stick figure family, you don't you think they would fuck with that? I think they might. Really? Yeah. That's a funny joke. And you know, there's people who do those jokes. I never heard anybody do the joke the way that I do that right. joke. So, um I don't know. And they, and you and they couldn't do swell, right? Cuz it's the whole thing is suck your dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want me to suck it? No, you got to say that too. Yeah. You want me to go down on you? Yeah, they would change. They would have to change it. Would you? I don't even think they would allow you to say go down on. No way. No way. Would you no like way. Say oral fellatio. <laughs> See, and suck my dick. Is, that's why. That's why they yeah. always, and especially when you were coming up, they always said you have to write clean if you want to write clean, right. so that you have that five or ten minutes to us uh, to be on a, or is eight minutes was the ideal time to be on a on a talk show or a late night show. Right. Um, I want to fast forward because I'm looking at the time, and we started at three fifty one, so we we got to go to till four fifty one, and which means we got. 
31, uh, 31 minutes left. And uh, I know that I want to get, we want to get to some serious shit in terms of these mass shootings, but uh, which could be a little bit lengthy, but I want to throw this in and hopefully we only do this for maybe 10 minutes and then we could donate the rest of the time to okay. the serious shit. I remember we, I said, uh, we both liked Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah. And you didn't like Rocket Man, right? You said okay. it wasn't as good. I didn't. I watched it on the plane over. I liked it. I liked Rocket Man, John, okay. the John L. movie. Um, here's what was hard for me to digest, that I know you probably already know where I'm going. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, and, and we've touched on this before. I know it might be wrong to go, I don't want to watch a movie because it's about a gay dude. I mean, I know it's about John Elton, Elton, Elton John. John, his life, and that's part of it. Bohemian Rhapsody, Freddie Mercury, part of it. They were phenomenal musician, an icon, Elton John. Historic band, Bohemian Rhapsody. But again, a good movie is a good movie. And you can get past that when you lose your stupidity, insecurity, whatever the fuck it is. And I like the fucking movie. But I got to say, and this is where it gets weird. It gets finicky. Um, The sex scenes. The, The one scene when fucking... Elton John meets the guy who would be his manager. And they were in a heated, passionate exchange. And these niggas is racing to see who gonna fuck who first. They in the bed and they taking their clothes off with emergency. Okay? I expected a little bit of that. But the scene where, god damn it, dude. Dude ends up in between this nigga's legs in the missionary position with his heels locked on his ass cheeks. I'm not lying to you. I, I was on a plane, and I, I just went, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because we're, we're, we're going to talk about, as we talked about the 80s movies, 90s movies, we're going to talk about 2000s. And, and, and so I don't want to derail this, but to my point, one of the movies they talked about in the 2000s was Brokeback Mountain. And I remember the writer, she said this thing about, you know, I, at the end of the day, I wanted people to concentrate on the fact that this is a love story. It's a, it's a passionate human love story that happens to just be between two men. So, you know, lose the whole fact that they're gay. Like, don't let that stop you from this. This is a story about passion and love and about what human beings experience as love, you know? And yeah, most times we see it as a man and a woman and this happens to be two guys, but look past that. I'm just like, yo, dude, and, and please forgive me if there are any gay fans, people that listen to this podcast, or if you're not gay, but you have a gay friend or a relative, I'm not trying to ruffle your, your pubic hairs. But you have to understand. Just because you can't naturally, and you shouldn't be forced to, like, I'm a dude, I'm a straight man who loves women and women only. I cannot relate to two dudes fucking. That doesn't move me. I don't want to see that. Now, granted, I know Elton John is a gay dude. Freddie Mercury was a gay dude. I know that comes with the territory. Like the quote I read on Instagram, hey, if you ask for the rain, you got to deal with the mud too. But that's fine. But God damn it. uh, That's hard to stomach, nigga. 
Like, 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 because what occurred to me was this nigga is in missionary position in between this nigga's legs, which means his dick is in his ass. And they fucking missionary with the dick in the ass. Same way a man would have his dick in the pussy. But I'm just, what brought it home was the fact that this nigga's feet was locked around his waist. And I just, my natural inclination isn't to go, aw, love. Yeah, they're human beings. They deserve love. They should be loved. I get it. They're human. It's fucking love, baby. Everybody should have it. But Jesus Christ, man. That, you gotta, that was in my head, nigga. I was eating pudding at the time. <laughs> Did you stop eating pudding? <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. If I swallow it, I'm, ugh. If I spit it out, it's, ugh. <laughs> I had pudding in my mouth, nigga. Uh... What's funny to me about this, though, for me to listen to you have this whole conversation is, am I bad? Am I, am I an evil human being? Because I'm not seeing that the way the writer of Brokeback Mountain would have loved for me to have seen it. Like it was just, I don't want to use the word normal and say it's abnormal, but okay. It's not normal to you. But to someone who's normal, that would be their normal. But here, here's, here's my point, though. That Th- this sounds like you just... Walked on a mine, nigga. No, no, I'm going to get into this a little bit because uh, I, ha- I have a friend uh, for years, uh, and he was, he was a comedian. He's not really doing comedy anymore. He was a gay dude. And he did say this to me one time, though. He goes, the thing that, that straight people don't understand, though, and it's interesting because you brought up the writer of the movie. What was her name? Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was a female writer. Mm-hmm. And she wants you to look past it. You could look past it for the love part. They're in love. They love each other. That's it's fun. human shit. Okay. But the sexual part. And what he explained to me is he said, he goes, gay male men, gay male sex is an aggressive, violent act. Yeah. You mentioned this on the podcast. Okay. And I, I only say that because I know some of y'all might go, oh, my God, this again. But, but you know, every now and then we, we got to okay. have a repeat. And, and the point that I'm making of that is when you – when you understand that, and when he explained to me, it's it's aggressive. There's a, it's it's gorillas dominating each other, and and male female sex can be aggressive too, and it's good sometimes when it is. Yes, but when you replace that as a straight person and you put the face of a dude there, it freaks you out. And when you saw that position, you saw it as a position that you believed was a male female position, right? And so that changes everything in your head. So are you not supposed to react that way when? In your head, something that never was in there comes out. All these things are in there. And, and, we're, and, and, and the idea of, if you never thought about this before, if you don't have someone, a relative that's gay, or you don't understand this, that you're supposed to accept that or be comfortable with it immediately. Right. And I don't think comfortability uh, is what we should be striving for, to be honest. I think just acceptability. Like, just hey, if that's what you do, that's what you do. But I don't have to watch, do I? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I, I, I think that's fine. I, I really do think that's fine because the more that I find out about this, the less I want to know. Right. And, and, and that being said, it's acceptable. That's who you are. Do what you do. But I, I'm not. I don't have to sit in the room. If, if I, if I, if you pulled up um, a porn site and to show the to show how much you accept it, would you would would a the standard heterosexual person put on a, a male, a, a, a male on male gay film, just to go, yeah, oh, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm going to watch these two dudes fuck each other now. 
<laughs> right. right. <laughs> and if that's the only way to prove that you're comfortable, well, fuck it. Then I'm not comfortable. Well, they, yeah, ch- ch- checkmate. I agree. Um, you know, but but if you if that's what you do, more power to you. Be who and you I, are. And that's why I say I don't want to use words like abnormal. Like that ain't normal because now you, you you're saying some other shit. So I'm, I'm not saying that. And I get it. I get it. Whether you're gay or straight, if you're a human being, to want love and give love, that's just part. That's part of come with humanity. I I get it, and I'm not shitting on anybody wanting love and giving it. I just. I don't know how I look at that and go, yeah, no, no problem. Like I just, it, it. I wish, I wish there was some sort of clinical or technical doctor because I know there's a doctor for everything that it can explain to me what that is. And don't just hit me with, oh, it's an inferiority complex or it's a bigotry or no, it's not. It's not because if it was, I'd be like, man, them abnormal freakish reject motherfuckers should be and I'm not seeing any of that I keep saying love man do it go for it you deserve it it's what we all need it's human but goddamn, I I can't force myself to look at that and go oh I think that it's, it's it, it, I think it's fair though that if you can that when you say that that you can also understand that to two gay dudes the idea of fucking a woman isn't isn't exciting for them or something that they want to see either. I guess it's almost like a, you know, it's almost like a, I hear you, fair enough, because it's like a, when I, like sometimes when I be on my PlayStation and I'm talking to a nigga from the South he, he, and I say some of the shit I say, he'll make fun of me. Like, yo, son, yo, yeah, son, what up, fam? Yo, dead ass, yo. <laughs> now, to me, I'm like, how you making fun of me, motherfucker? That's New York, nigga. We, you can understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And, but I'm also making fun of him with, I shout it. I went a year. I went way. This shit, they, the way they talk sounds insane to me right now. Where they at right now? But to them... That's fucking normal. But that's that. that right. I, my accent sounds just as crazy to them as their sounds to me. If we can, if we could stop judging and just realize that everyone else has their own normal, then we'd have to. Then we could stop fighting. Okay, with that's a great way to put that. Their own normal. It's not abnormal. It's just their own normal. Everybody has their own normal. So missionary dude, dick and ass with naked heel on butt cheeks, is they normal? They're normal. Not your normal. Dear God. But if you walked into uh into Ruth Chris and you said they said, How would you like your steak? And you said normal. <laughs> Everybody has their own version of what normal is. Rare, medium rare, well done, right. Okay. Maybe you just explained it to me. All right, there it is. Rocket Man. I did think, but going back to the movie, dude. You like how they told that story? Yes. You like that they went. And, and I'm not. A, I'm. You know. I'm. I'm not in the musicals, nigga. But the way they interjected the singing with the story, I'm, that was a good fucking movie. You know what? My I think I'm gonna tell you what I think my real problem with the movie is. I really like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I thought they did the the Queen story good. And anybody, when you're talking about normal, if you. 
growing up when I did too, in the early seventies to the eighties, when I was in junior high and high school, and Queen was a big deal, mm-hmm. and you didn't know they were gay, and their name of the band is Queen. You, there, there, <laughs> there's people who didn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but that 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 movie was so well done. And I liked it as a rock and roll movie. And then here comes this next rock and roll movie. And I expected a story. And I got a story, but in that form of a musical, not what I was expecting. And Mm -hmm. almost like they did it to be like a video. And it just, it didn't get me. It didn't come off like that to me. It really didn't. didn't. It didn't get me. I wanted to know more about, I mean, it was so glossed over the relationship that he had with his dad. And his dad comes up, and he never has a relationship. And then he signs the thing at the 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 end. Right. And I know we can't get into all this, but it just didn't have that rock and roll feel. But you know, then again, mm. Elton John isn't really like that rock and roll guy either, though. I mean, yeah, he hit it big in in, in the seventies when he when he uh, sold out the Dodger Stadium, and and that was. But he, he's a piano player. And, and, the, and, and there's a rock sound in piano, but he's more than just the piano. They're more than just a rock, than a rock outfits, guy. Outfits, yeah. all of that was rock star shit. But he's more than that. Like, his music range is way past just general rock and roll. Right. Where, and, and so is Queen, though. So I, I really have a hard time with those two. I thought one was exceptional and really moved me, and the other one didn't get me. So let's move on, because I know we have real stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, much... I don't want to say love and prayers. Uh, you don't want to send out anything like that? Uh, much sympathy to the... What was it? El Paso and what else? Uh, it was El Paso and uh, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Um, and we got it right. President yeah, Trump called it, it, look at it Toledo. Toledo. Jesus. I mean... And, and, is, there, is there just not every day a reason not to like this catheter bag if, if he could have just if he could have just admitted that he made the I you could almost see in his face he knew he made a mistake why didn't he just go back and go I, I'm sorry great quote here off of Instagram mass shooters aren't quoting call of duty grand theft auto or for, fortnite they are quoting the president yeah but be careful with that because some, one of those dudes was is is a big uh liberal and he wasn't just about the president one of them is is, is uh, one of them is is a Elizabeth Warren fan, mm-hmm. uh, a Bernie supporter. So this this goes past just. We, we I would like to get out of this ideology of uh, Republicans and Democrats, liberal and not liberal. Listen, the greatest that that Kaiser Sorce uh, right. line where you know the greatest uh, trick the devil ever pulled is. Pe- Make convincing people he didn't exist. Okay, listen. We know Trump exists, so okay, that but, ain't no. But let me change this up a little bit. Remember in uh, remember after the Rodney King verdict, the, the, there was the gangs and they destroyed uh, Bloods and Crips. Bloods and Crips and they destroyed. And, and but just uh, okay, I, I use this loosely as a reference to make sure everybody gets what I'm going to say next. And there was gang wars, and then that brought the gangs like a little bit of a a, a peace treaty that went right. on. What color are the colors for Bloods and Crips? Red and blue. What color are Republicans and Democrats? Red and blue. And and we we want to pretend that those guys that are in public office aren't part of a bigger gang? This is a gang mentality. It's been a gang mentality for a long time. Okay, you've made that point before. No, I haven't. Yeah, Not you like have. That. Yeah, you did. Because yeah, you said that... You know, Donald Trump eats with Bill Clinton. And yeah, Clinton. yeah, I'm saying that. So, yeah, so, but yeah. I'm saying we, we, they fool us. They're, they're trying to pretend like this isn't a gang. They're trying to pretend like this is 
office and politics and that they really care about the people. They don't give a fuck about the people. Okay, but we know that about politicians. What's your point about the, get, the shooting? It, it, it goes to always, we don't need to have a, a figurehead to place this on to Donald Trump. This, this is a bigger problem. This has been going on for years that we haven't put, uh, that the NRA is making policies instead of our, our elected officials. Someone needs to go in and do something. This is this isn't a, this isn't just Donald Trump. This has been going on since way before this, uh, since Reagan airs, where, where where Reagan got shot, and this is when they first started to do a lot more of the uh, um, trying to pass bills to limit people who are shouldn't have guns having guns. Okay, but I, just to go back to the point, that quote about Fortnite and the games. Yeah, what are you saying ultimately? I'm saying it's, that's too easy. What's too easy? To try to put this on Trump. You don't see how it is to a no, degree. No, no, no. To a degree, I do. I do. Okay, I, I so want to get past that, though. Let's not sweep that under no, no, the rug, no, no. dog. I want to get past. I want, I want change. We all want change. But it starts at the top. Attitude reflects leadership. Yeah, without and a he, doubt. And he's, and he's the leader. But we've had leaders that had great attitude and didn't do anything. Bill Clinton didn't do anything. Bill Clinton did nothing. I don't know what the stats are on mass shootings. I mean, because they've always been here. Um, but everything is happening more frequently now that that guy is here. So you do have to put it on him a little bit. A uh, little bit. We would have to pull up stats, but I'm sure, I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you're correct. I'm sure okay. you're correct. I'm sure that he, he has brought out more yes. of, of, the, of these. Uh, I don't even know what to call these people. You know, there was a great cartoon, political cartoon. I saw on Instagram where it's Donald Trump from the neck down standing at a podium addressing his people and his head was a gas gasoline container and all his people were matches. It's really good. That puts it in perspective. Yeah, it does. So I know what you're saying. There's always been mass shootings. There's always been racism. But this guy is gasoline to these matches. So we got to put it on him a little bit. And how he tries to deflect by saying uh, video games cause violence. What a, that just answered it. No, that's bullshit for him to have said that. That's why. But I knew that's where we we're going. I wanted to make sure that we didn't get stuck on just. It would be like me if I could solely say, hey, if Hitler wasn't, uh, if Hitler wasn't ever in power, uh, we wouldn't have had uh, the Holocaust, the Jewish Holocaust. That's not true. It wasn't like Hitler was by himself and he was like one day when these Hitler walked into a bar one day and goes, these fucking Jews. And everybody in the bar went, yeah, these fucking Jews. That's how you move. These people are there. So maybe it wouldn't happen if he didn't do that. No, it was good. Well, you can't say that. You just said it. It's too easy. to. No, but you just said it. You said he walked in and said these fucking Jews in the bar went, yeah, these fucking Jews." Jews. So maybe if he hadn't done that, that never happened. Those fucking Jew people were still there. Okay. And they're still going to be but there. But it takes somebody. I, I, I agree with you. But if we put this all in one guy, we're not going to change anything. This is, this is a culture problem. It is. But, but you, it's the theory of, look, you, you cut the head off the snake. But, so, you know, and again, I'm not, but I this don't is want myth. the FBI. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's got to start somewhere. No, and, you're, and you're speaking figuratively, not. Right. Uh, okay. um, uh, but it's not, it's not that easy, though, is what I'm trying to say. Because this, this man isn't even loved. He's, he's, they like him. But true racists don't love this guy. 
You've heard them when they've come out and said uh, he gave his daughter to a Jew. He supports Israel. It's the things that they don't like as well. He isn't right. uh, this uh, 100% cloaked in KKK gear and going with a hood to the, to the meeting. Right. He wouldn't be welcome there either. But they welcome his ideology of what he's saying because he's saying the things that they want they would like someone to say. Right. It's just the wrong person saying it. But he's saying the right things for them. All I'm saying by that is this is a cultural problem, and I would like to see a sweeping change. Right. I, I, and I, I've, I've, Which starts with getting rid of him. Yes. I've said this before, and I, again, I apologize to you folks. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but if the history keeps repeating itself, then I have to address it. Again, to some of the black people out there, you guys have to stop with this dumb shit about because someone had said something to the point of just like how you kind of said it's a culture well what did obama do to stop gun laws he didn't do any more than anybody else what did, this whole again what did obama do for us so i i i responded to this one dude and i'm gonna read it because it was so much i wrote and i knew i wasn't gonna be able to remember it off book i said uh white supremacy is a business the NRA is a business. Death is a business. If the business of making money wouldn't allow other white presidents to shut it down, do y'all really think they're going to let a nigga do it? It pisses me off with all due respect when some of you niggas ask that dumb fucking question, what did he do for us? Like being the Jackie Robinson of the presidency and being pretty successful at it shouldn't be enough for us. Beside the, besides the fact that we as a people, because of his success, despite all the white resistance on the right, puts us in the history books. He carried the position with class, dignity, grace, humility. When you know damn well had he performed like Trump, they would have immediately lynched his black ass. They gave him shit for wearing a tan suit. The fuck you think they would have done to him had he had fucked porn stars and said it's cool to grab women by the pussy? They, the right wing white folks, could have made that a reflection upon all black men. The fact he did what Jackie Robinson did is the first and carried the position the right way, knowing the eyes of we hope this nigga fails was all over him. What he is what he did for us. Y'all niggas need to knock that shit off. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Being the first of anything is a tremendous weight. Could Jackie Robinson solve all of baseball's problems as the first nigga ever? Of course not. It would take Hank Aaron. It would take guys to come after him. It would take Willie Mays. It's going to take maybe the 20th black president to get it right. But for him to be the first and and not be an embarrassment, do the job and handle it the way he could, that's tremendous. When you know all them motherfuckers from, uh, I forget all the pundits from Fox News and on the right, Glenn something and... Bill O'Reilly, uh, they wanted this nigga to fail, and, and they gave him shit for wearing a tan suit. The fuck you think they would have done to him had he fucking grabbed women by the pussy and behaved like Trump? Because that's one of the racial things that they say about black men. My dick, my dick. That's all you guys talk about, my dick. If he was walking around acting like a like a loose nigga who's trying to fuck everything that moves, look at look, 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 look how these niggas act. All they got on their mind is pussy, my dick, my dick. So come on, man. Stop it. Um, 
But since you're bringing Obama up, I will say that Sandy Hook happened when Obama was president. Yes. And, and he, he re- tried. He and they fought him. Tooth and nail. And he showed compassion. You don't remember when the tear came down his face? Yeah. He cried over it. Picture Donald Trump doing that, crying over dead kids. But see, this is where I don't want to stall is where we just because because I can get into this, too, with you and I can go down the same hole, this rabbit hole. He didn't even when he you see the pictures of the presidents when there's tragedies uh, and the picture they showed of uh, Trump. He, it's not him holding the baby. It's his wife holding the baby. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not. Uh, I don't want to go down this, though, because this is a, this is. What he what he has given well, us. Well, if you want to, you got six minutes, so you can have the floor. No, but what he what he has what he has given us is the window to see how for all of America to see itself for what it is right now and to make changes. This is an this is an opportunity, and I don't want to get caught with by so much of removing or like uh, voting this president or there were when the the impeachments the. The culture. We need to change this country. We need to put people in office that are going to make changes. It doesn't really happen at the presidency. I'm going to be really honest. It happens in Congress, and Congress needs to grow balls, and they need to pass laws to make changes. But you just said it. If they're all one big gang, will we ever realistically see change? Realistically? I think realistically, and this is the the scariest part because it kills the economy. If you voted a whole new uh, Congress in, but you would have inexperienced people running everything. It would change the. It would change this country. But what would we do with all uh, the people that sit on all the committees that know how they're working with other countries and what's going on with other countries? What would be right. the impact? Uh, there's all. It, it change is going to happen. It's going to happen slowly. But we need to start removing people that are working against what the better interest of the United States is. Right. And this is. I, I'm sorry. I still think this is one of the greatest countries. And I love. It is. It. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it is. We it, all know that. And I love the fact that everybody is from somewhere else. This lady said to me uh, the other day that, uh, and she was. She. I think she was Hispanic, and she said, uh, "You were there. It was at the comedy show." She. She does. And uh, I asked her what her heritage was. She goes, "Oh, I'm just a person. I'm a human. I'm a human." It was a nice. It was a nice idea. My thing is, what I love about this country is I love everybody's racial backgrounds being part yeah, of this country. I've always said it makes America fun. You know what I mean? If it's like it's if, you, if, you, if you're in the salads, you don't just want an all tomato salad. You know what I mean? You want some cucumbers, some red onions in that motherfucker. A little some olive cucumbers, oil. Cheese, some cheese. Different ingredients. That's what makes it fun. And that's what makes this place great. And when we are so moving towards a place now that, we, that people are just going to go, I'm just a human. Well, you can be a human anywhere. Go eat, get your own island. Be a human on Human right. Island. I want. I, I like the mix. Yeah. Dude, I, I one of the reasons I wanted to go to the East Coast is I love the mix of the East Coast. Everybody's from somewhere else. Yeah, and it's so culturally. That's what made this country great. Is all the all this happening now? Has America always served uh, the minorities that come over here well? No. No. You had to fight, you had to fight and elbow your place for a part of the, for a seat at the table, and mm-hmm. that's how it's always happened. Right. But it's made this country great. I'm not saying it's the way we 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 should be better than that now. We should be growing. But I, I would like to. I, I don't want to see. I would like the. Cha- I I think that we have endured a, a president that is uh, culturally is one of the worst for us. You can say anything about his economy, but culturally, I think he's been really not a good person for this country. Yeah. 
And I think that just putting it all on him and expecting to remove him is going to make a change in this country is not going to happen. That's not going to make the change that we, that we, we want. And that's my point when I'm saying be easy about it, it's just Trump because it's not Trump. It's the culture, and we have an opportunity to change it because it's, it's, everybody should be if, – if they don't exactly get it, there's enough people who have seen the, the reality and the honesty and the truth that's happening right now. I don't want to lose that momentum. Don't let the sun go down on me. We didn't even bring up uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein. No, we don't have time. All right. Well, he's dead. Yay. See, I, fe- I feel bad that he's dead, though. Why? Because there's a lot of people that want their day in court. They wanted to speak about what he did. And, and what exactly? I'm sorry. I'm- he, was the, he was the person that they were accusing of trafficking young women. And he was apparently had a lot of connections to a lot of politicians. And that's what I think died with him. I don't think he died. I think he got killed. I think he was killed in prison. I do think he was killed, though, because I think that they, uh, they wanted to cover up whatever his connections are. Yeah, well, listen, <clears throat> whether you pick it up in some newspaper and put it in a plastic bag and throw it in the trash, or whether you blast it off the sidewalk with a water hose, the shit's gone. <laughs> Don't let the sun go down on me. There we go, y'all. Is that it? That's it, baby. All right, let's go. Uh, this is uh, where 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 we where are we gonna be next time we're in. Oh, we said that. We're yeah, where we're gonna be at Syracuse and Albany. Albany first, and then Syracuse, Syracuse at the Funny Bone. I think two Funny yeah. Bones. Yeah, I'm there. Um, I'm there a day early, just in case anybody wants to come see a a showcase show with a bunch of local talent and me as the headliner. There you go. Uh, Patreon uh, cameo, Instagram. Uh, see you guys next week, baby. Um, AndyComedy.com, all social media up right hand corner. Buy a t shirt. Please, uh, AerieSpears.com, get a McDonough Retard t shirt or Utah White People's <laughs> Africa. It's gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me round and get to find. I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Pussy ass, nigga.